So the ATF has released an open letter to clarify its new rule on frames and receivers. And now this new clarification is an actual admission from the ATF that they've been lying all along. So let's talk about this. But real quick before we jump into this video, if you think the ATF needs to stop violating our right to keep and bear arms, go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe. Also, I want to give a shout out to the sponsor of this video, which is Zydax. Zydax makes PCs, custom PCs. You can also get ready to ship PCs. And it's actually the PC that I use for all of my research, for my home desktop that I'm using right now to make this video. And also I use it because it has the capability of being used as a high-end streaming and gaming PC. I play Call of Duty on it. It's an amazing PC. It covers everything that I could ever want to do with it and more. So if you're interested, if you've ever been interested in PC gaming or just getting a high quality PC, I highly recommend you check out Zydax. They're a huge supporter of this channel and I will leave a link to them down below. How's it going everyone? My name is Anthony Miranda. I am a licensed and practicing attorney in the state of California with an emphasis on Second Amendment rights. I've been part of Second Amendment litigation both at a state level and a national level while serving as a staff attorney with the Farms Policy Coalition legal team. My goal with these videos is not to provide you any legal advice, but instead to help you understand what's currently going on in the battle for our right to keep and bear arms. As I mentioned in the intro, in this video, we were discussing the ATF's recent open letter that claims to clarify the ATF's new rule on frames and receivers, which went into effect early in August. I'm going to answer some important questions that I've received about this open letter and also explain how this letter is an outright admission by the ATF that they have lied in two different courts in two cases challenging this new rule on frames and receivers. In the open letter, the ATF states, applying the regulatory text of final rule 2021-05F, partially complete polymer 80, lone wolf, and similar striker-fired semi-automatic pistol frames, including, but not limited to, those sold within parts kits, have reached a stage of manufacture where they may readily be completed, assembled, restored, or otherwise converted to a functional frame. This definition of readily applies to each and every classification of a partially complete frame or receiver under this rule, whether sold alone or as a part of a kit. Therefore, even without any associated templates, jigs, molds, equipment, tools, instructions, guides, or marketing materials, these partially complete pistol frames are frames and also firearms as defined in the GCA and its implementing regulations. So the main takeaway from this open letter by the ATF is that the ATF is claiming that under their rule, they can regulate partially complete handgun frames like those made by Polymer 80. The ATF claims that they consider those to actually be firearms, and that is regardless of whether or not they are sold on their own, if that 80% are sold as a single item, or if it's sold as an entire kit with jigs, drill bits, instructions, or other types of items. This is important because after the final rule went into effect in August, many manufacturers continued to sell these 80%ers, but sold these items separately. They would sell maybe the jigs and the instructions on their own, and they would not sell the 80%er frame along with those items. But the ATF is now saying that that doesn't matter. They claim that the incomplete frame on its own is actually considered by the ATF to be a firearm and is subject to the new rule, and it doesn't need to be sold with jigs, instructions, and other items. But here is the big issue. The ATF has stated multiple times now in two cases challenging this exact new rule on frames and receivers that these items are not firearms unless they are sold actually with jigs or instructions. So the ATF has told the court one thing and is now stating a different thing in this open letter. 
For example, in the FPC Vanderstock lawsuit, at a preliminary injunction stage, the ATF stated in a response that, in fact, it likewise remains true that a partially complete frame or receiver alone is not a frame or receiver if it still requires performance of certain machining operations. They went on to state that accordingly, under the rule, companies that sell or distribute only unfinished frame or receiver billets or blanks and not any associated jigs, templates, or similar tools to the same customer are not regulated to be licensed or to mark those articles with identifying information. In the Vanderstock lawsuit, the ATF claimed that this new rule does not regulate these handgun blanks unless they are sold with jigs, templates, or similar tools. But it wasn't only in the Vanderstock case that the ATF made that assertion. In the Division 80 lawsuit, which again is another lawsuit in a federal court in the state of Texas challenging this very rule on frames and receivers, the ATF also made a similar statement. At a preliminary injunction hearing, there was an exchange between the Division 80 attorney and also the ATF and DOJ's attorney. The DOJ's attorney, Dana, restated, to qualify as a regulated receiver, the part must come with a jig or template, typically a piece of plastic that snaps into place to guide the purchaser on where and how deep to drill the holes. Drill bits and instructions making the receiver readily convertible within minutes to a fully functional firearm. These claims by the ATF also helped them weasel out of some of these preliminary injunction uh, hearings and motions because the ATF outright made the claim that the new rule was much more limited in its scope and impact, essentially saying that it only targeted 80% of parts kits, not the individual items on their own. But now all of a sudden in this open letter, the ATF is claiming that no, they believe that the new rule also regulates incomplete handgun frames for polymer 80s and similar striker fired semi-automatic handguns and pistols, and that those items sold on their own could be regulated under this new rule. So this is just classic ATF flip-flopping and just making things up as they go to actually meet their needs. In response to this coming out, many of you have been asking me questions about what impact does this really have and what does this mean for you? Well, the open letter first simply means that those companies who have these items in their inventory will likely be required to serialize and perform background checks on these types of items before they are sold to any customers. And that's regardless of whether or not they are selling a kit or one of these individual items. And that is what the ATF's current position is. Now, does this mean that 80%ers you bought and possess prior to this rule going into effect are now banned and that you have to destroy them or you have to take them into an FFL and have them serialized? No, this doesn't mean any of that. The open letter does not indicate or does not even impact any of that. If you read the original rule, and we've talked about this on the channel in the past in prior videos, the new rule only impacted future sale of these items. So once it went into effect in August, it affected all sales after that point, but it did not impact those items that you possessed and purchased prior to August. Now, what is likely going to happen from here and what my opinion is, I suspect that some modifications are going to be made to that Vandersaw case and also to the Division 80 case, which again are lawsuits to, against the ATF because of this new rule on frames and receivers. Like I mentioned, the ATF had made express statements in both of those cases that this new rule does not impact solo items. And the plaintiffs and the courts in those cases at those various stages relied on those statements by the ATF. Currently, right now, there is a motion for summary judgment to uh, vacate this new rule, and that is in the Vanderstock case. And again, if it, the motion uh, for summary judgment was granted, um, the entire rule on frames and receivers would therefore be null and void. So that is kind of the major thing we're looking forward to and is really in that Vanderstock case. 
I fully suspect that this new flip-flop by the ATF will be presented to the judge in that case, Judge Reed O'Connor, who's already found at different stages, specifically on the preliminary injunction stage, um, at the stage of that case, that this, in fact, is a rule which is unconstitutional. I think now that this brazen lying in the court and the flip-flop will prove to him that the ATF either is just outright lying in court or they don't even understand their own new rule on frames receivers that it's so vague that the ATF and their attorneys on their own can't even get this straight. And therefore, it should be completely done away with and the new rule should be scrapped. So that's where this issue currently stands. If I get any more information, I will let you all know. Also, if you like this video and you like to support the channel, one of the best ways to do that is to like, comment, and subscribe. All those things help to fuel the algorithm or fuel Al Gore's rhythm. It adds fuel to his jet and signals to YouTube that you guys see value in these videos and in this type of two-way news. As always, I want to thank everybody who likes, comments, subscribes, who hits the notification bell, who shares these videos. You guys are directly impacting these videos, impact this channel, and helping me to reach and educate more people than I could ever do on my own. So as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never forget, this nation is built by armed scholars, and this nation will be maintained by armed scholars.